0: Hello Preppers, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Don't forget you can hit the YouTube channel, hit like and subscribe if you like the videos that I put on there, if not, you can always just keep listening to the podcast. Choice is entirely up to you, whatever works best for you. Alright, today's short episode is going to be called Setbacks and Disappointments setbacks are just simply a part of life no matter who you are no matter how much money you have no matter where you come from i don't care what side of the tracks you grew up on you're going to face setbacks and disappointments uh setbacks lead to disappointment and aggravation it's human nature to get aggravated when things don't go as planned so this specifically i'm referring to trying to put like some of your you know get extra preps get extra Supplies built up, so I'm going to give you an example. Let's just say in the month of January 2023, you have a set amount of money put aside for extra food, extra clothes, extra ammo, extra first aid gear, whatever it is you may be planning on doing in January. You've got the money set aside. You're ready for your paycheck to come in, your retirement check, whatever it is that, you know, is going to pay for your goodies. And then come January, or better yet, late last part of December, your wife's car has a blowout, or your refrigerator goes out she quits working. You know, something that would interfere where you have to use your prep money to get your life back to normal running status. Now, we're all creatures, comfort, uh, creatures of comfort. We like our refrigerators, and of course we like our cars. There's all kinds of uh, amenities that we love and we enjoy. And honestly, yes, they make our lives easier. They can also be a pain in the ass when they don't work right. So what are you going to do if something like that does happen? Let's say your water heater goes out in your house. Well, you're going to need a water heater to take a hot shower. If you have to dip into your prepping money to replace that water heater, then that's a setback. And all the plans that you had made for the January shopping trip to go get your extra preps, is now put on hold because, well, the money's not there anymore. You had to go buy a water heater. There's an example of how a setback will occur in your life. That's just one example, financial setback. Uh, another example would be your health. Uh, right now it's flu season. Everybody and their poodle has the flu. My family's getting over it. So it's not just a financial thing. It's, it could be anything that stops you from doing your plan according to your schedule the way you want it to work out and that's a setback how to fix it when the crisis is over go back to where you left off always keep pen and paper handy so you don't forget anything might even be able to revise or improve on your original plan now i'm not saying that when a setback comes that you just take your list of goodies that you was going to buy and throw it in the trash absolutely not that'd be dumb hang on to that list But while you're waiting on your finances to straighten out or your health to straighten out or whatever it is that set you back from your plan that threw you off course, you could go back through that list and, do I really need 50 boxes of donuts? Nah, probably not. So be smart about it. Be smart about your preps. Don't store up junk. Don't store up crap. And I can't say this near enough. I've heard so many people say it. It just disgusts me to no end. There are people that when they plan on doing prepping and they're going to backstock food, they'll tell you straight up, I do not eat ramen noodles. But that's all I'm buying for my preps because they're cheap, they sustain life, and we're going to live off ramen noodles until the crisis is over. That's the worst thing in the world you can do. Here's the reason why. And I am not advocating for or against ramen noodles. I'm using this as an example. If you're used to having meat and potatoes and corn and gravy and all the fixings, a homemade meal, and that's what you're used to having when crap hits the fan and you run out of supplies and you have to dip into your ramen noodle mountain to feed your family, something that you're going to encounter is called culture shock. It's not the food you're used to eating. Will it sustain life? Yep. Is it what people dream about having for meals every night? nope but it will get the job done in any crisis the best thing in the world you can do is keep a clear and motivated head some of the ways of keeping a clear and motivated head is to prep for your way of life i would not stock up on ramen noodles we do eat them here and there we do but that's not my only staple not by any means because that is dumb we stock up on ramen noodles according to what we figure we'll do in a month. How many bags how many packages of ramen noodles will we eat in one month? And then we figure up how many months we anticipate a crisis to be. Is it one month like a power outage from an ice storm? Is it a year for an economic collapse? just whatever you're prepping for, do your own math. Figure up how many months, so on, so on. You can do the job. It's not that hard. Point being, you've got to try to stay as close to your normal eating habits as possible. This keeps your morale up. And if you can keep your morale up, you've got half of it whooped already. There's there's nothing worse than facing a crisis and letting panic set in. And chances are, if you're used to eating meat and potatoes and corn and gravy and all that good stuff, and then all of a sudden your diet switches to a boiled noodle breakfast lunch and dinner you are probably going to begin to panic and that's not going to help you it's not going to help your family not going to help your neighbors so on so on so on you have to be smart about what you're buying don't stock up junk i can't stress that near enough don't forget to make plans for whatever it was that threw you off track to begin with now for example let's go back to the wife's car had a blowout so your 150 bucks you she was going to put towards preps now it has to go to buying a new tire for the wife's car. This is not at all uncommon nor is it far-fetched. It happens way more often than most of us even think about. Problem is is that once you have to spend that money that was going to go to preps for your wife's car tire, now you're kind of at a standstill until you can replace that money. Don't let that get you discouraged. All that is, that's a setback. That's not a stop sign. That's a yield sign. That means you have to slow down and regroup and wait for the money to come back. Uh, You're not going to get your money back out of the tire. It's bought and paid for. But you're going to have to wait until you can replenish those funds to move ahead. Your setback is not a be-all, end-all, life-ending event. It's a roadblock. Three ways to get around a roadblock. Over it, under it, through it. So, plan on whatever it was. If you've got an extra $5, $10, let's just say $10 a month, that you can put in a savings account, put it in an envelope in your stock drawer, I don't care. Every time you get paid, put 10 bucks in it. Keep doing this. $10 is not going to hurt your paycheck one bit. Not any one single paycheck. $10 is a drop in the bucket. When the next time the wife's car has a blowout, or the water heater quits working, Or the refrigerator stops running. Get into that envelope. It does not interfere with your prepping money. That can be your emergency money. That emergency money kicks in and takes over. Hopefully you have enough built up. To handle the crisis at hand. You got a couple hundred bucks in that envelope. Your wife's car tires $150. Presto you're good to go. And it did not interfere with your prepping funds. So. So. If you can afford a $20 bill, put a $20 bill in an envelope in your sock drawer every single time you get paid. Make it a habit, make it a necessity, and save yourself a headache. That way it doesn't interfere with what you're about to go spend on food, clothes, medicine, whatever it may be. So keep that in mind. Whatever it was that set you back, try to make plans for it in the future in case it comes around again. And in the prepping world, we have to deal with setbacks way more often than anybody cares to admit if you're listening to this podcast there's a very good chance you was not born with a silver spoon shoved up your butt and you probably don't have millions sitting in a banking account if you do i'm proud of you hey you're ahead of the curve by a mile great for the rest of us that have to do everything on a budget that's what this podcast is for all right moving ahead a lot of setbacks evolve around money issues. And that's what I just got through talking about. Uh, a lack of money or an interference with the money. And in the blown out tire, that's an interference, not a lack of. So be prepared for that. Like I said, your health could be a, an issue. Maybe maybe you're doing fine and your kid needs more, more advanced diabetes medicine, more equipment, something, I don't know, whatever it could be. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. It could be a health issue that sets you back. Don't let it stop you in your tracks. Always try to keep the end goal in mind and stay focused on that. And by the end goal, I mean how many packages of ramen noodles do you want? How many cans of pork and beans? How many cans of peaches, pears, green beans, you know, chicken noodle soup? When you've done your math calculator to figure out how long you plan to prepare for and how much your family needs each month multiplied by however many months you anticipate the problem to be, then stay focused on that. Keep that going in mind. If 4,000 cans of chicken noodle soup is part of your list, stay focused on that. You've got to keep going until you're satisfied that you've got enough food, got enough medical supplies got enough clothing you've got enough of everything that you've planned to have and if that list ever gets complete then you've got peace of mind and there nothing beats peace of mind in a crisis life is going to throw you for a loop every chance it gets but that doesn't mean you need to feel defeated do not let a setback defeat you it's gonna piss you off you're gonna roll your eyes you're gonna get mad it's human nature don't be ashamed of it but don't let it defeat you either just keep going if i can do it with everything that's going on in my life with my family and my finances i promise you you can do it too your level of determination is going to determine how long it takes to reach your end goal so formulate a plan get list going together how much food you need a food list you need medical supply list Ammunition list, just you name it. List, 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 and make them detailed. And think about them. Do the math on them. Be very careful about your math. Don't don't go overboard. Don't go underboard either. There'd be nothing worse to plan for a 12-month crisis and stop when you get to one month of supplies. That's completely counterproductive. You're smarter than that. I believe in you. Believe in yourself and do the math and make it count. As always, thank you for listening. Stay safe. God bless.